Welcome into America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula, registered investment advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Welcome you into and thank you so much for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner. Myself, my name is Chris Vaughn. Really do appreciate you taking time to spend with us today. Here's how you reach out 419-794-3030. Once again, that's 419-794-3030 online at America's Retirement Headquarters.com. Today's show is going to be a little different, uh, kind of a, a touchy subject. We spend so much time talking about getting people to retirement and through retirement, but what happens beyond that, the conversation this week. Stories that might hit home for some of you listening today, but we're going to hear how to avoid these uh, undue heartaches with a little bit of proper estate planning. But first, let me check in with uh, Scott Kirshner and a special guest, Mr. Uh, Sam Ansara, with us today. Gentlemen, glad to be with you. How are you today? Well, we're doing very, very well. We're in Northwest Ohio in the Toledo area, as everybody knows, in Maumee here. The good thing is my daughter's out in uh, Kent State, and she got about 16 to 20 inches of snow over Goodness. the past uh, few days. And, um, you know, she was sending some some uh, pictures and uh, being uh, the silly senior in college that she is they were doing snow angels and all that kind of fun <laughs> stuff but uh you know we're doing we're doing very very well you let into uh, dealing with some heartache and um first sam i'd like to thank you very much for for joining me today and um what we're going to talk about is kind of difficult things but i think it's important that we let people know exactly what we've experienced and maybe we can help them uh, avoid some of this stuff thanks scott Absolutely. So let's dive right in here because we all have that one thing we keep putting off, even though we know we really need to take care of it. And when it comes to financial planning, which is what we talk about on the show week in, week out, many of us have been putting off the same thing, and that is getting an estate plan. Robert Brokamp is a personal finance expert with The Motley Fool. This is what he has to say. If you don't have an estate plan, please just get it done. It's among the most neglected aspects of financial planning. I can't tell you how many times I talked to someone and they said, yeah, I need to take care of that. I just haven't gotten around to it. And many of these people are among the most successful folks that I know. There's just something about estate planning that people want to avoid. And I get it. I've put off updating of our current plan longer than I should have. But you just got to get it done. And I know the pandemic has been a pretty reflective period for a lot of people. And it's been a reminder of the importance of good estate planning. But there are a lot of people listening right now, I'd wager, who are probably still putting it off. So, guys, what were your words for them? Well, that's that's a very good point. And I will tell you this. A lot of people, for some reason, a lot of people don't like to think about or even talk about people dying, especially loved ones. Uh, you know, I've been in this business for 27 years. And, um, you know, with life insurance, uh, there's a couple of type of different types of people that that purchase life insurance. And it's the people that understand and recognize the fact that they have a need and they want to protect their family. And, and I know, Sam, that you did that. You put things in place. and But then you deal with the people, and I've dealt with these a lot of these people, where people buy on emotion. I, I wrote a life insurance policy for someone. They had an emotional tie. Ha I had a client, and uh, his brother was a tree trimmer for uh, the city of Toledo, and he actually fell out of a tree and, and unfortunately was killed. He was a young guy. He had mm. seven children. And, um, you know, the, the brother comes into my office and he says, uh, I want to buy a million dollars of life insurance. Where do I sign? 
And I'm like, whoa, 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 back up. Hang on. What's tell me what's going on? You know, I just can't do it like that. And he told me the story. And that's a perfect example of buying an emotion. He said, my brother passed away. He didn't have life insurance. He had seven children. I don't want to leave my family in that situation. You know, so I, I run into that a lot. And people are just really reluctant, uh, you know, to to properly prepare. So one of the things that I want to start the show with and I want to tell a little bit of my story. So what happened to me and then um, Sam, we'll we'll throw it to you and you can talk about yours. So my dad, uh, 85 years old, passed away this past Christmas and um, he his favorite holiday was Christmas. He actually was Santa Claus. Uh, um, my nephew stood up at the, at the funeral and said, Grandpa didn't play Santa Claus. He was Santa Claus. And Sam, you had the opportunity to meet him, uh, you know, with our relationship with softball, our daughters played. You know, you knew my dad. Yeah, great guy. Uh, always always rooting for Breezy. Yeah. Always, always rooting for A-Dub or Wizards or whatever it was. And, and uh, just a great guy. And, and I'm sure you're hurting with his loss. Oh, absolutely. You know, and... And, you know, for Christmas time, a lot of people said, oh, my, you know, it's Christmas time, you know, and, you know, you're always going to remember that and, and your dad dying. And I'm always going to have a smile on my face because he loved Christmas. He played Santa Claus for a lot of, um, you know, families that had young kids that, uh, you know, he, they would actually he would go to their house. You know, so he passed away Christmas Day. My mom's 84. And uh, we had the service on a Wednesday. Uh New Year's Eve, we ended up taking mom to the hospital. She had a heart attack. So uh, that was kind of traumatic. She's doing very well now and uh, getting back on her feet. But part of the things that I've had to deal with is the life insurance. We made the arrangements at the funeral home. And, you know, you're dealing with a lot of stress. And, you know, it's a very traumatic time when, when you lose someone like that. And my mom, at 84 years old, she, she just doesn't understand a lot of the things that have to take place right now. And properly putting the wishes in, in, in place prior to that 11th hour is very, very important. You know, and that's why we've come out with the ultimate estate planning guide. And, and the ultimate estate planning guide, it's a checklist. And it gives you all of the information you need to properly prepare you know, Sam, I saw a Facebook post that you had where you said that you and Trish thought you had everything prepared and put together. And little did you know, there was a lot that you didn't have prepared and put together. And, and the ultimate estate planning guy could kind of help with that process, you know, and and uh, in, in a little bit, we'll go through some of the key items on that. But, um, you know, the fortunate thing for me, my situation is a little bit different than yours. You know, I had 11 days to, you know, dad was in the hospice, had 11 days to uh, talk with him and, and he knew what was happening. He knew the end was near and we talked about what his wishes were. And uh, that was kind of beneficial because we didn't go into it blind. We had a little bit of an idea on what dad was looking for and, and, and uh, what, what his wishes were. Uh, but, but for you, your situation was a little different. Why don't, why don't you fill us in on, on what you had to experience? Well, uh, Trisha had a stroke on um, December 7th mm -hmm. and um, she did not make it. She passed away on December 9th. Mm -hmm. We never were able to talk about that stuff during the process there, mm -hmm. but she and I were very 
diligent about trying to do the best things we that we thought we could over our life together 30 plus years so uh we thought we had a lot of things going and um you know like i said in that facebook post scott the uh the big thing was is you learn quickly the intricacies of all these different things and uh you know just like your guide i looked at your guide the other day when you sent it to me and uh, some of those things, just having all the different account numbers and stuff like that at the ready would have been monumentally helpful to me uh, going through this kind of process. Just little things like that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So so a little bit about the Ultimate Estate Planning Guide. What we put together was we put together this guide to help with all of the things that we think. Now, is it perfect? We, we like to think that it is, but it, you know, there are some things that maybe pop up that, that we're not prepared for. But you, know, you list your power of attorney. One of the things that I'm the power of attorney for, for uh, my dad at the time, and as uh, most people may know, upon death, the power of attorney ceases. Um, but I am still power of attorney with, with my mom, and um, uh, that's proving to be helpful, but... Uh, somewhat frustrating, um, which I'll get into in a little bit here. But, um, you know, with this form, we have the medical power of attorney. We have the general power of attorney. We have the durable power of attorney. Uh, You know, you want to put on here if you have a will or not. You want to make sure that uh, the person that that you're looking after, do they have a DNR? Uh, Do not resuscitate. Um, We've had to go through some of those things, and uh, Dad did not have one, and uh, he ended up did sign one of them at the emergency room uh, prior to we, you know, to putting in hospice. But um, you know, you you mentioned about account numbers and, and security codes and things like that. There's a lot of things that a lot of people don't know about or don't take care of. For example, you know, if if Trish happened to take care of all of the bills, and I, I don't say that to meaning that she did. If she did, though, uh, you may not know. The passwords for the cell phone account. Oh, there's there's a there's literally hundreds of different issues that you encounter uh, dealing with your family members' uh, situation. A lot of it uh, is through her work. Mm-hmm. So, like dealing with recovering four hundred one ks or her life sure. insurance or uh, letting you know. Uh, there's a whole process of that, like. Even I had to move my daughter from her health insurance to my health insurance, so there was a whole process of proving that she died to right, uh, right. to to her company to ending all this stuff. I mean, it was it was daunting for sure. Yeah, and and this never happens, you know, at, at a good time. It always happens when you're still in the grieving process. Exactly. You know, we were talking before we uh, came on the air and um, talked a little bit about what happens a day or two after, you know, the passing. And, um, you know, you shared your experience with the funeral home and all of the, the, the numbers and everything. You know, why don't you share a little bit on that again? Well, I, I just, you know, like we were saying, Scott, I think that uh, people need to be prepared uh, just for what the impact of it is. Even if you, uh, my in my, my instance, uh, similar to your father's, uh, my wife was cremated, but even with the cremation, there's a significant expense from the funeral home. There's expenses from the church. There's mm-hmm. expenses from, there's just multitudes of different things that you uh, come up with. And for whatever reason, um, a lot of that you need to be prepared to pay for relatively, you know, that day. Um, 
so we were able to handle that, uh, luckily for our family, but I can see that, you know, it can be, it can be quite monumental. I mean, it, in our instance, it's pushing 20, 20 some thousand dollars sure, sure. Uh, just to do a basic cremation and, and later on. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah, that's exactly what we did. And, and to be honest with you, I really didn't know, you know, I've been in this business 27 years. I sell life insurance. I talk to people, you know, anytime I go to a funeral, I always pull the funeral director aside. I know that may sound weird, but uh, I sell this. I like to educate myself and I, I pull the funeral director aside and I said, Hey, what's, uh, what's all this costing for this particular person? And they usually tell me and, uh, that way, when I talk to someone about final expense, I can have a, a pretty educated idea on how much they could be prepared for when I'm trying to sell life insurance. You know, but for, for my dad's situation, what we did was we had a, uh, we rented a casket, and I know, I know you did for Trish as well. We had a one-day showing, and then my dad was also cremated, and, um, you know, mom and dad have a plot already purchased, both of them. So, and it's in a group where, other family members are. And I told mom, I said, uh, what are we, what are we going to do with dad's ashes? And, um, uh, my mom didn't want them at all. She's, she thinks that's just kind of gross and she really didn't want anything to do with that. Um, so we decided that what we're going to do is we're actually going to use dad's plot and actually bury the ashes, uh, in the springtime when the weather's a little bit better. And then, uh, when mom passes away, you know, um, hopefully not for a long time, but you never know. Um, then we'll use her, um, her plot and, um, you know, take care of things that way. But I didn't really understand how all of that works in the funeral home. They were, they were actually pretty good and informative, but you know, they tell you all about that. You know, you can rent a casket. Here's the casket we have that you rent. All of the linen and inside cushions and pillows are all new for every person. And, um, uh, you know, it was, it was very informative for us. I didn't really realize that. One of the things that we were able to do is we did what's called an assignment of life insurance. Yeah. So we, we actually took the amount of money that was necessary and sent to the life insurance company in assignment form. So a portion of the proceeds from the life insurance will be sent directly to the funeral home. We won't even see that. It'll go directly to the funeral home. And then the balance of that will go to mom. Uh, so that was something that was, um, uh, you know. Did, did they bring that up to you? They did, actually. Okay. They asked if we would like to do an assignment, um, uh, which for us worked out well. Um, uh, so... Now, something else that a lot of people may or may not know, um, my dad actually contracted COVID. And I wasn't really sure on this. I did do some research on this. So there's a website. The FEMA website is a site that you can actually go out to. If the reason of the passing is COVID-related or as a result of COVID, you know, so, for example, dad tested negative eight days prior to his passing, but he went in with COVID pneumonia. So on the death certificate, it actually states COVID-19 uh, virus. We're able to actually log into the FEMA website and we can actually file a claim. They're paying up to $9,000 per individual claimant uh, towards funeral expenses. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people don't, they just don't know yeah. that. But that, that was something that I found to be um, 
uh, very beneficial for mom. It's it's going to be very very helpful for her. So so that's a really good thing that um, uh, moving forward. But you know if if we go back to the ultimate estate planning guide, you know the the passwords and the uh, login information. Those are things a lot of people don't know. I mean, you've got, for example, your home auto insurance. Um, you want to get a hold of your insurance agent and remove them as a driver, remove her as a named insured on the policy. Um, you know, the life insurance, you want to make sure that you list who all of the beneficiaries are uh, and list all of the policies. There may be policies that you don't even know she had. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I'm dealing with my mom. Uh, Dad retired from Chrysler, so he had a, an, a uh, an annuity through Chrysler. And uh, just the other day, we received the paperwork. 72 pages. Now, Mom's 84. <laughs> she, she, she doesn't know this stuff. It's eight, I, I, I've been in the business a long time, and I'm looking through these, and I'm like, I don't have any idea what they're talking about. You know, so, you know, you have all kinds of things like that. Um, you know, like you said, dealing with the health insurance through through Trisha's work. Is there any advice that you might throw out to anybody out there, something that might help them out? Well, I, I would I would have a conversation with your with your spouse about these things, even, you know, set some time aside and have a serious conversation, talk to a guy like yourself that can bring up these key little points of uh, that are difficult to discuss but need to be discussed. Like I said, with us, uh, my wife was not exactly computer savvy, so uh, sure. and I'm not a genius with it either, but I'm, I guess, less dangerous than her. And so, you know, the one thing that I did is when she had to sign up for benefits, like on her work, she and I did that together. So I kind of knew what she had going on and what was available. And, and like we said about Trisha, she was a diabetic. So she was unable to get life insurance outside of uh, her work group mm -hmm. plan. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage people to, again to talk to someone like, like you, Scott, about you know if there's options for people to, to save because you know not only do we, you know, Trisha was a 30-year practicing dietitian, mm -hmm. and she had a, a decent income that we won't really have anymore in our family. And so there's issues with that. There's issues with a lot of different things. So it, it really is a, a daunting task just to plan it. But I'm relatively happy with myself about what we did do, but it would have been nice to know some of the smaller details of what just slaps you upside the head sure. right out of the blue. You know, you, you brought up a good point, Sam. Um, when, when you have two people working and one of those incomes is gone, um, whether it's, I don't, I don't care how it's gone, um, that can be a big hit. Gigantic. Because the bills are still there. Yeah, those don't mortgages. get cut in half. Yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. I mean, the bill, you know, your 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 insurances are still there. Your mortgage is still there. Um, you know, your your utilities, all of that is still there. But now your income is is changed drastically. And if you're not prepared for that, if you haven't had that discussion, um, you need to. And that, and make sure that you have an advisor that actually can help you with this process. I had a client that uh, called in the other day, and and. Um, offered the condolences and then and we were talking about a few things and he said yeah you know i'm kind of dealing with a lot of these headaches myself because he's an executor for his brother 
And that made me think about something. You know, I'm an executor of a couple of friends and um, dealing what I'm dealing with and dealing with what you're dealing with, Sam, you want to be there to help your, your family and friends out. But being an executor can really, really be a, a difficult task to undertake. I mean, what would you say to someone if they, you know, come to you now, knowing what you know, and said, hey, Sam, I would like for you to be an executor of my estate. Um, you know, we don't have anybody else that we trust. I mean, it's, I well, would ask a lot of questions. What, do you have everything put in place? I think in that, in that point, they might, res- that your friend or family member might respect your opinion and, and your just wherewithal to deal with those things. But, you know, you could be walking into a, a nightmare yeah, absolutely. Uh, amongst other family members related to that. It's pretty uncommon. In, in our family, we really didn't have any, con- you know, conflicts with anyone or anything like that. But um, I do understand that that can be quite difficult between, you know, brothers and sisters and, uh, you know, other family members that may have a claim to something that they want or whatever. So being executor of someone's estate is a, is a lot of responsibility and uh, something to not take lightly. Yeah. And there's no question, you know, when, when money's involved, the gloves come off, so to speak. And, and it could be, it, it can be very ugly. I've, I've dealt with that in, in the family in the past. Um, you have to be willing to accept that, you know, you want to do the right thing. You want to help them out. And they come to you for a reason. They came to you because they feel and they trust. They feel that, that you know what you're doing and you have a reasonable head about you and they trust you. But, uh, boy, that's that, uh, that's a huge responsibility. And I'm not saying don't approach and don't take on that responsibility because everybody needs that. Um, you know, I think, you know, with me doing health insurance and doing everything that I've done in the past with health insurance, I and working with my mom, um, I was on the phone the other day for a couple of hours trying to change some accounts. And um, it was pretty frustrating dealing with particular account. So, you know, my dad had a charge card and my mom was a card holder, but she was not the primary card holder. So I call the company up and they canceled the card immediately. Well, Mom didn't have any credit card for emergencies because it was closed at that time. I mean, it's boom, it's done. So we were going through some of her, um, you know, her purse and some of her belongings, and we found a credit card in there, and it expired in 2021. And I asked Mom, I said, what is this? She says, I don't have any idea what that is. I don't even think I ever used it. So I get on the phone, and I call the company. And I had on speakerphone with my mom, and the guy that I dealt with, talked to my mom and she said, I give authorization to my son and we're on the speakerphone. He would not talk to me at all. Even though we were both standing there on speakerphone side by side. Uh, She explained that I was power of attorney, but it didn't matter. Um, So these are just a few of the things that uh, that can really come up. And and, um, if you're not properly prepared for all of the things uh, you know, in that traumatic time when someone passes, it's, it's, it's tough. And like I said, it never happens at a good time. I mean, it's, it's just a frustrating thing. I'm very, very sorry for your loss. Um, I knew Trish and, uh, I remember when our, our daughters were playing softball when they first started up there at the uh, park in Waterville. Yeah, they, Stip Park. Stip Park. Yeah. They were, uh, they were little. Um, I think they were more interested in the the dandelions that were growing yeah there was there were some dogs running in the background too i yeah, think they were yep, cared about exactly yeah. 
So I know, you know, I know it's important, you know, to get a copy of the Ultimate Estate Planning Guide. Uh, we have copies of those. Um, you can reach out to us at our um, uh, America's Retirement Headquarters or even me personally at Scott K at America's Medicare Associates.com. Uh, I'd be happy to send any information out to you to help in, in uh, properly preparing for this uh, in, in the future. You know, we've said it at the beginning of the show, and I think people out there listening, they understand it is a, a tricky subject. It's a taboo subject having to talk about end of life, whether it is for you or for your your loved ones, your spouse. And, and I'm trying to be as delicate about this as possible. But having that conversation ahead of time, going ahead and, and putting that plan in place, I can, I'm, I'm willing to bet is considerably easier to have now than when it is thrust upon you. And you have to make those decisions on top of the emotional duress that that you already have you know um uh as, yes, a, as a former boy scout and you know if nolan were here he'd weigh in you know having having scouts of his own and, and things like that be prepared that's the motto and it's one of those things it is considerably easier to go ahead and have this conversation now again still not going to be easy we're not going to lie about that but have that conversation now ahead of time to know that when that time comes and it's not a this is not one of those if situations this is a when that time comes it sure. is one less thing that that your loved ones have to worry about or that you have to worry about with, with the, uh, the loss of a loved one of your own. Again, not easy. Not going to discount that fact, but it is well worth having ahead of time. 419-794-3030. That's how you speak with America's Retirement Headquarters. That's how you get a copy of the Ultimate Estate Planning Guide. Start checking those things off and, and don't have those questions come up that, that you don't know the answers to or that they don't know the answers to. Or again, you can reach out to Scott, uh, Scott K at americasmedicareassociates.com. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for, for joining us this week here on America's Retirement Headquarters. One more time, the phone number, 419-794-3030. Uh, Sam, we appreciate you coming on, sharing your story. Uh, very sorry uh, for your loss and, and you having to, to tell the story. And, and Scott, same with you. Appreciate you sharing your story about your father as well. And as we wrap up, guys, I want to leave you with the final word. Well, I want to I want to thank all of the listeners. Hopefully, you got some information today that, that will help you um, uh, prepare for the future and uh, of the uh, untimely passing of a loved one. Sam, once again, my condolences. Same um, to you. You know, thank you very much. We've been friends for a long time. I really appreciate you taking the time and coming on the show with me. Um, I think it was valuable, and I think a lot of people will get a lot out of it. And, I hope so. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and um, uh, thanks for listening. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787. 